0: Well, good morning. Welcome to the drive. It is March eighth, five thirty-one a.m. on a Wednesday. I uh, hope you guys are having a good week so far. I am just driving to the gym, be there for a little bit, and then study some more for tonight, and then start studying for Sunday um, tonight. We we'll continue on in Numbers chapter twenty-three, uh, and talking about Balaam and Balak, and it's just a. interesting thing talking about false teachers and to beware and to not try to get around God's will um, but hear him and heed him basically and Luke we're talking about Luke chapter 11 we're starting on Sunday and it's all about the Lord's Prayer you know disciples wanted to learn wanted Jesus to tell them teach them how to pray and so so good and every every portion of scripture is my favorite when i'm able to study and then teach it it speaks to me first and then i'm able to i'm able to share it with with the congregation i absolutely love it but we're continuing on in colossians and uh, we're in chapter two and paul writes in verse six and therefore uh, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus is Lord, so walk in Him. Now let's just stop right there because there's this false idea that if someone receives Christ, they're they're done. You know, if someone is a, at a maybe they're at a, a a harvest crusade or at a church that does an altar call, that's fine. You know, I, some you know I know a lot of pastors who. Who do that, I know even more who don't do that, but just preach the word, and if someone wants to accept Christ, they come up afterwards, but the problem is when you think you just have to kind of say a prayer, and that's, that's it, you're safe, like there's no more you have to really do, and you're done, it's kind of like you've heard it said, probably, like it's like fire insurance, oh yeah, yeah, I'm safe, I'm safe from hell now, so I said the prayer, all good. And then they go about their daily life, and nothing changes. That's not salvation, right? That is just saying something and falsely believing all is well. Um, And really, the Apostle Paul points it out. He points it out right here. And sometimes I feel like a broken record when I say this, but I, I say it because I believe it's a first of all it's an easy way to remember it which I'm happy about but also it's the truth like it's a prayer and then a process sure yeah say the prayer accept Christ sincerely but now it's time to to go forward in the faith to walk actually with Jesus not just to say okay Jesus I'm a sinner I repent it's come into my heart thank you all right see you later like you know what I'm saying it's a prayer and then refinement it's a prayer and then discipleship and really that's what paul says you know the church exists not primarily for unbelievers you know the church exists for believers to to build up to disciple to learn to grow you know uh, uh, the church setting assembling together isn't the main primary means of evangelism it was never meant to be That's outside of the walls. Now do we welcome in unbelievers and make sure that it's about Jesus and gospel centered? Well of course that's that's church too but it's but the church is to equip believers to go out into the world and make converts right to disciple to share the good news but then also once they receive the good news once they start walking with Jesus that they keep walking with Jesus and so he says, you've received Christ Jesus, so walk in him. You received salvation, right? Now walk in him, discipleship. Growing in the faith. You know, taking those steps to read the word every day, to assemble together, to to pray together, to break bread together, to have that real koinonia, that fellowship with other believers. It's an important thing. Because no one's going to grow just by saying a prayer and then forgetting about it later. No one's going to grow just by saying a prayer and then not caring if their life changes or not because, hey, I'm safe. I can do what I want now. No. That's what false teachers taught, you know. That really... uh, Okay, so cool. You you accepted Christ, but you can still sin. I mean, you can still do some... You have so many liberties. Make sure you're exercising all of them. And what they, they primarily taught often is that Hey, God's gracious, so go ahead and sin. (laughs) Go ahead and live your life, right? And that's what the enemy wants too, because if if he can get you to believe that, that grace is a license to sin, then you'll sideline yourself. The enemy doesn't even have to work on you. Trying to chip away your faith because you're already kind of drifted from it. So yeah, it is a prayer. But then you continue to progress towards Christ and walk with Him daily. It's not a, hey, you want to go on a walk once a month? It's, hey, let's go on a walk every day. Let's talk, let's commune, let's share. You talk, I listen, I talk, you listen. Like, that's what walking with Christ is, right? I love that. And he continues on talking about walking with Christ. He says, rooted and built up in Him and established in faith. Don't you love that? Rooted and built up. Rooted just reminds me of Psalm 1, a tree planted by the rivers of water. But rooted, what does that mean? Well, you don't want shallow roots, right? You want deep roots. In order to get deep roots in the Christian life, you need to go deep in the things of God. You know, the gospel is important, but church isn't meant to be like, you know what? We're just giving the same salvation message every single Sunday and we're in the same scripture, doing the same thing. I know you're all the same people but you need to get saved every week. That's not the purpose of church. The purpose of church is to be rooted in the word, to hear it, to learn from it, to confirm those things you're already uh, hearing from God. Rooted and built up. That's why we assemble together. To be built up. To be established in what? In the world? No. To be established in the faith. And I love how he answer that. Verse 7 there. Uh, As you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Do you love learning about the things of the Lord? Are you thankful that God... Is teaching you and refining you and helping you and walking with you and um, growing your faith and giving you clarity on spiritual things. I am. I am so thankful. And those times and those moments where I'm not thankful, I need to. I need to check myself and be like, okay, it's like, you know, sorry, Lord. I should be thankful right now because you're teaching me. You're guiding me. You're doing a work. And so it's a prayer, repenting, accepting Christ, walking with Him, and then you're built up, you're rooted, you're established in the faith with thanksgiving. So don't quit. Don't just be, uh, don't just let things happen, because that's when trouble occurs. Be intentional in your relationship with Christ. Walk with Him daily commune with Him. Get into your Bible time and pray. Pray before, pray during, and pray after you read. And the Lord will reveal things to you about Himself but also about you. And He'll teach you what needs to go, what needs to say, how to be refined, uh, what things may have used may used to have been like liberties but now they're compromises. It may, you ha- used to be like passion, but now it's complacency. The Lord will show you those things as you're continually rooted and grounded and established in the faith. So amazing. It's like, thank you, Lord. He's so gracious, so merciful to us. And He wants to teach us. He wants us to learn. He wants us to, to grow in the faith and be at this place where we're just unashamed of the gospel. Living fully for him, not for self. Living fully to please him, not to please others. It's amazing. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you, and I hope you have an amazing Wednesday. Praying for you. Talk to you soon.